want to grow as a grower? Are you tired of being put to sleep by your educational growcasts? Are you tired of hearing about products you don't fucking want and can't afford? Are you tired of being told how you should grow? Hi, I'm Johnny Apple, and joining me is everyone's favorite amphibian, the Reverend Pirate Frog. Join us as we sift through the bullshit on the internet and try to get better as growers. This is your average grow. Hey, dude. Hey, man, what's up? So I know you feel like shit, so I figured I would bring in some help uh, because I'm far too lazy to carry an episode by myself. So I decided to bring in uh, two friends of mine to help out, so I hope you don't mind. Uh, I want to introduce you to, we'll start with Howling Buds first, my buddy from Discord. Howling, how you doing? Yeah, no, I'm doing great. You know, thanks for having me on. Kind of nerve-wracking, but I'm glad to be here. Oh, yeah, sure. We're super intimidating. <laughs> so, talking frogs and apples and all. Yeah, exactly. Super professional, and that's what we get called. We're the most professional acting podcast, is what I've heard. Um, what we wanted to know, though, is uh, what got you started in the in the journey into growing, and what, what do you got currently in your garden, and any big plans? Um keep it as general as you'd like but just tell tell people about you oh yeah you know it always comes back to my wife she has weird ways of suckering me into doing things um (laughs) so i'm 42 and i didn't even start smoking until i was 40 i actually was pretty adamant against doing it for myself because of trauma as a child and so i finally she was doing it for medicine and you know, it's like, you know what, I would love to spend time for you, understand this a bit more. You get into it, you understand a whole lot. I want to know. So she hooked me with do do And, like, she started me right off with that. I remember nights just zoning out, like, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> Can't find day, it anymore. Man. Yeah, it, it was just so fun. Anytime we could get it, we grabbed it. Oh, absolutely. And, and then I just was like, you know what, this actually does help. And it helped me with some of the things I was dealing with. And uh, so I spent two years or whatever, uh, trying out different things, smoking. And in February, she, she has some, uh, seeds from her father that he's just collected over the years. And I mean, these things are 20 years old, been in a Ziploc bag in a drawer and, and she couldn't get them started. I'm like, oh, you know what? I used to like growing gardens and stuff. I'll try no luck. And so I had, to, I read more about how to start cannabis seeds, how, how to grow them. And I was hooked. I'm like, wait a minute, you wait. Okay, now you got me suckered into this. I'll I'll try, and uh, she's like, you know, it'd be great if you grew my my favorite strand. I can't get it at the dispensary anymore, and it it has like pure medicinal properties for her. And I'm like, all right. So I I got them from the breeder. Ran into some troubles that were just learning on my own. I'm oh, like, you know what? I'm gonna leave these alone. I'm gonna try some other things. And yeah, that I was hooked, and I have dove in deep to where I started growing a couple photos and now I have three tents going and that's Jeez. in a matter of like nine months <laughs> and, Hook, line and sinker. And well, I w- now, and, and now I'm getting suckered say. into running more autos and yeah. so I'm going to have a fourth. <laughs> I know. And I will say though, you might, you might have the most noble reason I've ever heard for someone that got into growing. So I salute you there. Thanks. Yeah, dude, yeah, myself I, was, my shit was all selfish. Like I'm doing this for I, me. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> This is this is my hobby. I like doing it. And like I told my lady, I was like, you, when we look for places, this is the criteria. 
you know, got to have a garage and or space that you have to give away, basically. But I love that you are the noble one. So I'm going to use that story if anybody asks. <laughs> there you go. It, it's free to steal. I have no copyright on it. Um, yet. But yeah, that, that, yeah, yet. I'm going to have to rethink this one. Um, you, you, you publish in a day, right? So I can, yeah, I can get we on have time. this. All right. You can get your lawyers. I'm going to contact the lawyers. Yep. <laughs> Lawyer it up. Uh, let's go. Um, no, so it was just, you know, it started out with a couple photos and I was just hooked and I have tried every way of growing since, except for salts. I haven't tried salts, but every organic liquid nudes, dry everything. I've just bounced all over the place. I think I've honed in on something now because in my photo tent, um, I have this, for me, a monster plant growing in an earth oh, box it's beautiful. And, I'm, and, and I'm hooked. I'm like, this thing is starting week seven of flower. It's not even fading yet. It's still growing. I'm like, this is just a beast. And it was, it's entirely the earth box. I haven't changed it. I mean, I've just been sitting here watching it. And like last night was the most boring night ever. It's like, oh, exactly. I got to I got to put water in here. Great. It takes so much fun out of gardening, oh. but it is so easy. Like you find things to do, don't you? Well, I get my hand. At, well, that's the problem. It's like I have nothing to do with that plant. So, OK, fine. I started up the auto tent and that was like, oh, OK, I'm ruining these, but they're still kind of doing their thing. And then now it's like, oh, why not another auto tent? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> One of yeah. these plants needs to just take up my time, so I stop messing with things. The, that's the Johnny approach. <laughs> but, just wing you know, it. It's been, just yeah. Keep buying tents so you can keep experimenting. Oh, God, I'm running out of room. I, I Well, the, so the problem is, is um, I'm running out of room, but then I'm also going back to those noble things which actually has a little selfish in it too i'm not gonna lie i mean i, I like this stuff oh, <laughs> um, but i finally got her favorite I, I worked with the breeder so what's in my veg tent right now is um, her favorite strain which i've been i've been through 24 no 28 seeds now wow had i i was getting so apparently i like it's just part of the learning process for me if you get like some older seeds they take a little more love and care I'm a bull. I don't know how to love and care for anything. So I worked with them and they sent me out some seeds from like one of their most recent, recent batches. So like it would, if anything happened, it would definitely would not be the seed. Sure enough. In like 20, 48 hours, I have four out of four pop. They're growing in there. It's uh, jinx proof Shangri-La. Um, and she told me like, I may have to have them sex tested soon. And she's like, and I'm like, well, I just need one out of the four. And statistically I should have like a 90s or 89% chance. And I'm like, I'll get one. She's like, fuck it. If you get all four, you're growing all four. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm also running his string called it's fire for myself. I'm like, I got four of those to sex test. And she's like, we're running them all. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> we'll see how you this is going to work out. There are so many people listening, right? Well, not so many people listening. I don't want to come off and think that. There's five people listening right now that are extremely <laughs> jealous that they're like, man, I wish my chick or my partner would let me do that. Oh, no, but she, want, she wants them grown. But then when I start showing her the things I need to get to support that, uh, yes. it's like, oh, oh, That's, wait. Okay. That's when everything comes back to the reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I got that running and I'm super stoked about this one. I, um, cause they're going to all run in earth boxes as well. Like this is going to be my, they're, they're my second run in earth boxes. And I'm just, to after this one plant that I'm flowering now, I am so stoked to see how this is going to look. Yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's a beautiful uh, plant and it, it's not just you. a monster for you. It is, it is an absolute beast in that tent. 
thanks. I, this, this plant has, this was the runt out of the ones I was growing. So I had a little, little mishap in the flower tent where I had four of these going, um, the earth box, a three gallon for a contest. It was size limited. And then two 10 gallons, all the same strain. And the ones that were in the fabric pots, I decided to try a new, um, nutrient line as a foliar spray. And I'm so used to organic dry inputs and stuff like we don't measure in milliliters it, it's handfuls and cups and i don't have the precision for, like i wasn't even thinking in that precise state of mind and i'm used to like ferments and everything i all my liquid stuff is by the ounce and i'm like all right and it said three milliliters is the feeding i gave three ounces of a <laughs> cal mag based feeding total <laughs> calcium burn on the three something in my brain that day and I don't know what it was. Maybe I was stoned just right to the right level. Said, don't touch the earth box. Do the other three. Leave the earth box alone. And that's exactly what I did. I fucked up the three. And they got pulled. There was no coming back from that one. And the earth box was the fourth. And it was the one that was the runt. Like, I put that in there as like, hey, I'll fuck around and try with this (laughs) earth box. I don't know what happened, but... Yeah, the thing is raging and That's, no signs of stopping. It's absolutely abuse, a, a nice. beast. Um, it's a beautiful plant for sure. It is. Now, before we get too far, I we do have another guest I want to introduce, but I know Johnny has this asinine procedure that he likes to follow <laughs> with all guests. So, uh, You mean the apple questions? I unfortunately do, my friend. So, Howling, what mm-hmm. is your favorite? favorite or what was the first seed you ever planted and why was it an apple seed uh it wasn't an apple seed if you count a a peach stone as a seed um i don't know why as a kid my my grandfather would eat like 10 pounds of peaches a day and which nar and i mean it's yeah there was a lot there was always peaches in his house that was the fruit i remember and so we had peach pits drying in the windowsill all the time i don't know why he never planted them (laughs) And I decided that's what I wanted to plant. Um, But, yeah, I lost interest pretty quick at an early age. I was like, I don't have the patience for this. (laughs) What's your favorite pie? pie. And why Uh, is it apple? Yeah, you know, a Dutch apple pie really hits the spot, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just something about it. The crumbly top. And it's that the little crunchies that you get on it, the textures. Uh, yeah, I have to go. A Dutch apple is like my go-to. I like other pies, but if there's and I sh- actually maybe I should make it tonight. I have one in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> All it takes is the little bit of spark of, uh, yeah. to get you hooked up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What's your favorite fruit, and why is it apple? It's not. It's a pear. Yeah, right. Pear. Yeah, right. That's it. Right. That's an unfortunate answer, but. It's better take than it. an it's apple, close enough. I guess. But I mean a close close to the pear is a Fuji apple. Like that is by far on the spectrum of apples I like. Fuji is far on the one end. Red Delicious is very much on the other end. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's an appropriate one. <laughs> that but, is a terrible uh, apple. The lack of citrus on your list is 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 noted. Um but Hopefully, I, I don't strike out with both. So I'd like to introduce my dear friend, Stoney, the alpinist, even though it's just Stoney Alpinist. But <laughs> Stoney Alpinist. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. 
dear friend of mine, uh, if you haven't checked out his episodes on crafting cannabis, go listen. They're must listens and great entertainment. And so we have him here. We're gonna do our uh, our your average grow introduction, which won't be as fancy. <laughs> you got me blushing already, man. Yeah, Thank you. Rest rest assured, it, it, it the compliments stop there. Yeah, good, 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 good. Always fun to sit in. If, and uh, yeah, thanks for having, fellas. Of course. My my only my only regret is that Johnny isn't feeling at the top of his game. Oh, we'll see what I can get out of him. We still got yeah. time. We've just we've only just begun, man. Once I get him razzing it's along only here, just begun. That's yeah. right, man. You hear him? He's he's warming up. But uh, so, Stony, why don't you why don't you give us a brief? Don't spoil that episode. But why don't you give us a brief? introduction to how uh stoney got started um on his grow journey and yeah. where he ended up because i know there's so much exciting news that's oh. already been shared of course but still. Oh, yeah and it just continues man it's just like it's yeah. like a constant evolution it feels like every day uh things get a little bit different i think about new things new perspective into things i learn new things so it's constant evolution but yeah, let's go back to um what kind of got me into the growing i think you know um there was always a, a building process because I never really set goals. I think the most important thing about me is that I set intent forth, right? So if I set a goal that I always feel like I either achieved or not achieved, and then I just set these weird benchmarks that I feel bad about not achieving or achieving, right? But if I set intent forward, um, so I feel like I kind of set intent forth probably almost about a year or so ago, and it's a you know, similar reason. Everyone was kind of tired of paying dispensary prices for it. Um, and at the time I was, uh, doing a lot of, uh, climbing and each year I did an outdoor climb, um, a, you know, big multi-pitch climb. And so I would train throughout the year as a good sort of focus for mental and physical and all that sort of good stuff to just keep me focused on things. Um, and I got to a spot like in, it was, I guess it was winter time of last year and I was doing some climbing and probably goofing around a little bit more than I should have and injured my hand. Um, and that was the year I was really starting to build out my rack to um, just we carry all of our gear on our rack uh, up the walls so that I could start going out and do some things on my own um, and start climbing outside pretty much more regularly, which is fortunately, I'll say this now, fortunately, not unfortunately, quite dangerous to do. Um, but at the time, I was really training and starting to build out the gear. And all of a sudden, I had a hand injury that was going to kind of stop that from happening. So I couldn't climb for about three or four months. Uh, it's a pretty common injury, um, but a loud pop, and that sort of changed everything and fell off the wall. And so from there, I now had a budget, and I was thinking about things in a different way. And I said, you know, how do I just turn this around? Because climbing was so much of a focus and still is a, so much of a focus for me and, and an output, an outlet for things. But it was a way for me just to, like, uh, stay focused and learn and always push myself to challenge the techniques and styles and and things that I was seeing and doing. And I was like, how am I going to re-shift that energy somewhere? Um, and, of course, cannabis is a pretty potent part of my life. So, um, What better sh- way? What a way to get started, right? Exactly. So I kind of had the opportunity, and I think I started coming across some videos. And um, lo and behold, crossed a, you know, the Autoflower podcast. And you know, from there, you just start to, as my brain is, at 4 a.m. waking up, uh, you know, starting to dig into research and staying up late and just kind of watching yep. videos and going down the rabbit hole. I was fortunate to find Build a Soil uh, videos real early on. Um, Saved and then a lot I, of heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whatever I do things, I, t- I try and find, like, two different perspectives or sides on it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I saw this, like, um, Build a Soil approach to it that was very 
methodical and just, you know, it is the build a soil way and complete and, and started learning the fundamentals almost from a textbook version, right? And then I yeah. found all of us tent pirates, right? <laughs> And yeah. there was this sense, and it was a, it was a straightforward video. It was Chad, mm-hmm. and that was so tickled to see him earlier this week with with the crew it on was there. Awesome. Man, man, you talk so about cool. filling my cup up. It was just so cool to see him on there and see him like soak up and everyone in the chat, uh, you know, just just pouring it on to the guy. Um, but I think I saw, and they talked about it. There's that video where he's sitting. I think it's he's sitting in his living room, and he's like, it was just almost like one of these like sitting down with your friends, and they're like, listen, dude. It's, it's really easier than you think. Like, just plant it, right? I did it once. It yeah. was, I grew it in my window. Like, just stop worrying about it. Just do it, okay? Just, it's going to be easy. We'll figure it out. Just pay attention to these videos. And it literally was that video where I was like, okay, let's do this. And then the research bug started and took me down this massive rabbit hole and field of, of, of rabbits, basically. But it was a great way to shift my energy around. So it was, you know, you know back to the question, I think it was that that moment in time that um, you know, we oftentimes get these spots where it seems like everything that you've been working for um, is shifted and everything comes out of nowhere. And you have this opportunity to take pause and relook at it from a perspective of like, oh, geez, that can crash my whole entire world and change everything. Or let's just see what it is and, and let's see where it can take us and look where it's brought me. I mean, it's pretty amazing, it's, you know. Yeah, you made a wrong turn somewhere, though. You ended up on the your average grow. Yeah, yeah. And it was really the, as that was the Alabrie grow, right? I just started kind of popping into Discord because they were talking about it. Yeah, I've got, you know, no experience at all with Discord, no, you know, social media, real active usage in several decades since I was doing the restaurant work. Um, and, And had just started my Instagram account. And was just starting to see all the things, these things happen, popped over on the Discord. I'd never even done these old school chats, but um, within there, I started running into these two meatheads that, you know, just every time I popped on there, I was like, man, these guys in some weird way kind of feel like a friend. And this was a whole new experience for me. I'd never had that. I'd always been so um, treasured, like physical, like contact with someone in the same room and even telephone conversations were difficult for me. And here I am, you know, like you were saying earlier, Howling, we come to these things in such later parts of life. And all of a sudden I found myself making friends and making connections that I would have never had before, right? And, and started to show a side of me that no one had really seen because I had to live in that sort of clandestine space, right? And then it was that Alabrie I grow, right? And I remember having that conversation with you, Rev, and saying, when you were like, hey, are you in or not? And I'm going back and forth with Johnny. And I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, guys, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I'm just a dumb grower. I've only grown once. Like, I'm really afraid I'm going to screw this up. My pictures are going to look terrible. I'm going to be so embarrassed at things. Uh, I don't know, guys. And you're like, just do it. And Johnny was like, do it, man. Like, what's going to hurt? And it was yeah. It was really one of those phone calls. It was, it was just not too far different than Chad's video of like, dude, do it. It's us. It's cool. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll help you. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that you have some of the most beautiful bonsai plants and growth in the whole contest, dude. Well, it's not even a contest. It's a grow along. But... You know, it's interesting because that's the, uh, we love the earth box. Sounds like Howling and I, who, you know, 
let me also point out that we represent the Central Coast here. So I know you got this, the West no Coast tied thing. down. There's no such uh, thing as a Central Coast. By definition, <laughs> hey, listen, it can't be a coast. There's there's waves on this damn lake here. It you know, just because you're afraid to no. serve them. No, no. no, no doesn't necessarily mean they can't be served, my friend. It, but it is, I was looking at them just a, the other day. It is not a fear of surfing. It is a reward versus satisfaction <laughs> play, right? The best day on the lake is the worst day out here. But well, that, just not talking trash to begin with. Noted. I will noted. say noted. I find it I find it extremely difficult to consider a freshwater <laughs> lake a part of a coast, considering the definition of coast. Well, but I tell we'll you move what. on. Yeah, I tell you what, we'll show you some videos. We'll show you some videos oh, of some I've seen apocalypse snows. But, and you'll come. Yeah. And I know, uh, here's the deal. We're going to get you here, but we'll bring you here, tease you on the summer, right, Howling? You we'll got it. Yeah. I'd have uh, to buy a pair of pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get you those ones that zip on at the bottom, Rev. So yeah. You can t- <laughs> like the ones we give Johnny where they zip right. out in the back. Yeah, we'll just we'll pick it, we'll pick it right out. We'll pick you right out. But I'm excited. You got to be able to you got to be able to rip those off quick. So that's right, man. Easy access. It's the philosophy of my life. But I I digress, dude. Yeah, those those it, the earth boxes are. Um, it sounds like a pretty common trait uh, with us, and I love growing in those things. And I think that they also provide incredible imagery. But I think they've got their challenges. We maybe we can talk about them another time. But I sounds like we are all fans of the Earth Boxes around here. But. Yeah. In fact, we were just talking about uh, the Earth Boxes in our Discord. Um, we we were talking about soil shape versus uh, fabric, and uh, you know, contain what the container's made of, the shape mm-hmm. of the soil, how much soil, and how how that affects the you know how it affects the linear uh, aspect of. Uh, the autoflower and we had a great conversation with a uh, big green guy who's who's an upcoming guest and Ooh. what a tie-in someone yeah. you're deeply associated with now oh man F- with great fortune i must say yeah i'm uh, fortunate to be a, a tester on the team i got i had the opportunity to throw my hat in the ring a little while ago with him and have had a chance to catch up with him a few times in the discord and just watch and learn and He's one of those guys. I mean, I popped an Instagram post out there today for him. Um, he just really is a pretty awesome, uh, genuine person. And he is one of the OGs of what we are. If you really look back in, in his lineage, I mean, he was on the Autoflower podcast. He's the one that got me started into this perpetual goal of where I'm, you know, just knocking on the door right now, literally about to soak seeds uh, tonight. Uh, all my stones are tucked into, uh, to, into the pots and they've been watered, ready to go. And I get to start my uh, yeah. my tester adventure with uh, the big green guy with um, just to kind of use as a muse in my uh, Instagram. So he's if you guys get a chance and if you're if you're not on Discord and you're listening to this, make sure you do pop over and try and find and uh, you know on any of the uh, he pops around to all of them and just trail him even if you even if you're not uh, asking questions or anything, just watch because every time he's on, you, you get a good chuckle out of things. He'll help anyone that he possibly can, um, and he just wants to see amazing flowers grown. And, and, and the other part is he grows incredible, incredible cannabis. Yeah, and he got me started on that perpetual goal. So he's he really is the old school. So I don't, yeah, and we're, really we're old ex- enough together. So I'm really excited that you're on his team, and I'm really excited because we, like I said, we have him upcoming as a guest. Um, unfortunately, you just talked about how nice he is, and um, 
I'm actually going to have to be moderating a fierce debate, I'm trying to call it so it's polite, between Johnny and BGG. Because they are going to fight. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, if you, if you don't know, they, they like to go at each other for fun. No, I hate the guy. He's terrible. He's the worst. <laughs> See. Get off your ass and make some blueberry, I told him, and he doesn't want to listen to me. It's, it's, yeah, it's, so if, if, look forward to more of this in spades. But uh, mm. <clears throat> so the, the, the interesting thing that, that you brought up about the earth boxes and, and all of that that I've interrupted you twice now on is uh, you've, got, you've got some interesting stuff coming up. I don't know if you, what you want to, speak on it but uh i i know that you're doing you're, you're kind of helping us with uh scheduling and, and and coming up with some cool stuff for what we're, what we're planning on in the next grow and yeah. i know howling buds is involved with that one too it's much to his dismay yeah actually i think he's the he's con the continuing spur into this i think he's going to be our galvanizing force to put us all together on it so yeah, you know, we've been chatting over on on the Discord, and I'm I'm starting up with this perpetual goal in mind, and um, starting to think about what the you know I've got two that'll be running into uh, the new spring pots, uh, and then I'm gonna you know be ready for another two to roll in. So I know um, as a part of what my my initial testing, I got to to get a bit of the Odin Suns, which I, if anyone's watching some of that being grown out there, I'm I'm waiting for this enormous oh, yeah. Jurassic sized plant that's going to be one. coming. And so I really had to sit back and say, you know, what are some of the really cool things that are uh, coming out? And I'm not sure very many people within our community that haven't, you know, had or heard about these uh, mango smile and how much of an impact it's kind of rippled through all of the tents uh, creeping through. So it's, um, you know, we've all kind of picked up along the way our, our mango smiles and we're trying to figure out a time to align to it. I think we all are getting set for a really long run of it. So it's going to work out really well sitting next to the Odinsons. And if something comes on a shorter period of time before that, it's going to be my goal. Um, but yeah, it sounds like we're all going to be growing uh, some mango smile. And we just started chatting some ideas about how to have some fun with it. I mean, there was a pretty cool grow along that was uh, pulled together. And, and, and I think even some of the most incredible pictures that I've seen in quite a while were a part of that grow along. So super organized, lots of sponsors and that sort of stuff. So this is kind of the fallout. This is like, hey, everyone wanted to get some mango smile and get it into our tents. So I think it's just really going to be a handful of us sitting together and trying to align for timing. I think the most amazing part, and, and this goes back to when we were growing the Alabrije, and, and even now that I'm starting to grow alongside this team, is that it really gives me this sense of comfort jumping into growing a strain, knowing that there's going to be pictures and folks that are just a week or two ahead of me that I can use as a kind of a benchmark to meter. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's been really so much fun with this Olibri. I really have had a blast with it. It's been fun to like use it as a muse and like, and really, you know, focus in on it and be really creative around it and watch this beautiful plant grow into an incredible flower. Um, and so now there's a little part of me that was super hollow kind of when I cut it down, I was like, now what, what, you know, like I literally took pictures yesterday of it hanging in there and I'm like, 
there's just not as many cool angles and fun ways to shoot this, you know? There's and only so much of a dark yeah. tent I can shoot. Yeah. And it was just, you know, like it was a few days ago that Howling was like, hey, when are we doing this? Who's doing this? I got to get this figured out. So, yeah. yeah so, like, how, how did you come to Mango Smile? I mean, I, I was fortunate enough. I, I caught this a while ago and, and just jumped in on one of the weeklies. But how'd you find your beans, brother? You know, I it's it all started, I think, G3 was talking about on or um cc and the podcast and i was like you know what this sounds really good and i'm not a narrow leaf variety type person but i'm like just the way this is being described yeah (laughs) gotta be wrong sometime (laughs) you know what i could but i i could think just like you but then that makes both of us wrong that's true Um, (laughs) you're the yin to my yang yeah uh, as long as we balance each other, that's all that matters. And and so like this, the way it was described, I'm like, I love this thing, but I kept on holding off. I'm like, I'm still getting my feet wet with autos. And then I listened to G3 again, talk and talking to you guys, and was like, there was like a couple people that are gonna kind of grow around the same time, and they're gonna do it. And I'm like, shit, I'm all over this because I got bit by the grow along bug in the the um photo that's in the earth box right now was part of a contest that i'm not growing to contest parameters but i'm growing along on the same schedule and it's been wonderful like it's just a connection that you have with other people that you don't all otherwise get when you're talking about different strains and yeah. stuff and i'm like so this one like i might have started growing cannabis because of my wife but this grow is completely selfish because i want to connect more like oh, yeah. i don't really really care about the plant like it's going to be fun whatever happens with it but I, I need to have something I do with other people. Like, and that just gives right. a connection. Well, yeah, and, that, and on top of all of that, that's how, that's how Johnny and I formed a, cl- a closer relationship. That's how actually uh, we became um, heterosexual life partners. <laughs> um, we, we, were, we started the, we were like, we were really excited for the Alabrije drop. And I was like, he, he was like, hey, let's do a grow longer. Let's grow this together thing in a solo cup. And I was like, yeah, let's do a grow long for a solo cup. And then it just grew into what I ultimately really wanted was because I was going to grow it anyway. And so it just turned into a lot of people growing. And it was exactly like you said, uh, Stoney, it's it's a good visual representation. And it's a cool thing to have in common with someone so that you can mm-hmm. t- start a conversation with them about the plant. Well, it's it so something cool lasting. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, the fucking community kind of took this grow along over. They're like they took it out of our hands. They're like, nah, nah, nah. Or this isn't no solo cup shit from the frog and the fucking apple. This is this is gonna be some legit shit. Everybody's doing it. It was like, whoa, okay. Now it's way more than I thought it was gonna be. Turned out to be so fucking cool. The, the community just took it over. Like yeah, this is think, what we're doing. Yeah, and I yeah. think that that organic growth thing is, is is that common thread that seems to be coming through right and i think that's how the mango smile went right credit to barely as well right he's i think when people say like you know what is the uh you know we hear g3 i think what we heard and what the common thread from everybody with the mango smile is the the positivity that comes out of it the uh you know the the creativity that comes the energy that comes out of it the pleasantness and i think that as we continue to evolve our flowers from you know the original ruderalis that this is a new and exciting thing within our community to have that the flavor profile makes you want to come back to it like candy. It's not kind of, you know, heavy and cloying. I think there's common reasons why that if we just strip away, you know, who's shouting it the loudest, because even the pictures that, that come up from everybody growing them makes you want to grow these things. Oh, yeah. 
right? And the descriptions alone that, that, that were written about it are, are amazing and make you want to grow it. But the common thread is just how joyful and the spirit and energy that it brings out of people. So I think that's what everyone cues in on too. And then just yeah. to grow together. Like we committed to something. We handed each other a commitment at the beginning of a grow along of, of Alabrije that, hey, we're in this together, guys, for the next 90 days. Like, yep. And we've all stayed in there for each other yeah. and together, right? And it's Super everyone cool. gets stoked on everyone else's grow and everyone's mm -hmm. there to answer questions. And and what, what I really like and, and something that I'll throw to you because you know more and and there's a reason we want you to tackle this, but I, I want to <laughs> organically build it into something where we can just do grow alongs of different stuff yeah. and have, have winners of different stuff. But as a little reward for sitting through this, uh, I, I'm going to announce that whoever does win or end up participating for whatever in the future, I will hand make them a trophy in my yeah, shop. That's what we needed to hear. Yeah. We were starting to buzz around these ideas and I think that's what fuels me, right? Like, it, let's just kind of start it there. This won't be something that I'll lead, right? Because I don't like to lead yeah. by like pulling people. I'm going to push yeah. the community around, and that's where this sort of organic thing. So some of the things that we sat around and talked about is like we all started sparking these really cool ideas. And what started kind of like what you were just talking about, Johnny, like started off with a solo cut between you and Rev. That energy started to buzz, and all the cogs started stirring. You know, the other night we were chatting on it. And I was like, hey, guys, let's just let this marinate. Let's just sit on it. And we all marinated on it. We came back the next day and, and sparks were even continued to, to fly. So, you know, where we thought about doing something that would be all right, we got to jam together something for this mango smile. It's like we kind of realized and this is the beauty of, of doing things. And this goes back to to a guy that I worked with on the farm that, that would say this all the time to me and he just and I never caught it I never understood it until unfortunately he was passed but he would always say you just got to do this we got to do this organically and when you would say that organically he was a super organic dude and could do anything you would imagine and grew the most amazing tomatoes wink wink we'll talk about that another story yeah. time but yeah. <laughs> um, grew the most amazing tomatoes right um, but he would just say you got to let this thing happen if you try and force it and then pull the trigger on it it's never going to work you you just got to start small and you got to start with your soil and build it up from there. So I think we started that soil, dude. Like we mixed a yeah. super soil of ideas and it's looking like it's probably going to be something bigger because I think that the core essence of it, what we thought through was like, how do we get the experience of connecting more people here on your average grow on the discord and create that more like energy from an organic perspective, right? And and the we just kept saying to each other, like, it's gotta be average, right? It can't yeah. be what you would expect. So I mean, who knows where this could go? And that's like the beauty of it is I keep saying, like, let's not put boundaries on it, let's not put time frames yet on it. Let's just stay in a really creative space of what it could be and how might we do it can come down the road, right? We'll figure yeah. that out and then we'll figure logistics, but let's just let's just explore it, man. Let's just have fun with it and see what it could be and like ideas went from like you know organic grow to like worst picture uh yeah. or you know worst failure or like um johnnying you know, award right how do we like come up with these things that would be so average right um we all love totems and we've talked you guys have talked about it here on the show before 
Um, and, and we all love putting these things in there. Um, or is it, you know, who's got the best stones in there, right? Yeah. Uh, it could be any of these, and these will be the fun things along the way. And then that way there's not as much of a competitive nature because at the end of the day, there's I think there's a certain competitive aspect to us, but we're all stoners. And I think yeah, back exactly. to... What back to what you were saying, howling, and maybe it's just a different side of what you were um, craving for the sort of connection is that I think that there's um, this sense as anyone, as we as growers, that we are so focused, especially hearing the, how organic you are with your dry amendments and everything. I think we value so much more about the process of what we're doing rather than the end result, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think any good creative does that. We have the great fortune, I'll, I'll say this, um, where we have a finite period where our flower is done when it's done, right? And the next step is, is going to happen. And a lot of creative mediums like cooking and, and art and, and anything else, you can work and work and work and work and work and never be finished. We get to with flowers. But I think we, as growers, value more the learning along the way and the process. And you said it when we very first begun, Howling. I'm bored. I just put water in the earth box, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So do you feel that way as, as kind of a, as, as a creative spirit in the, in the growing or? You know, it, it's funny for me for growing. I um, used to, I, I got into brewing beer and I'm so impatient. Oh, I couldn't go. wait. Like I couldn't wait for it to be done. Like I just got bored. And now it's like, I, I can never take on a hobby that takes that long or what I thought was that long <laughs> and and then I get growing and I'm like I, and this is part of the therapy for me it's in this creative like is the first hobby I've had and I have I've had a few that I've dove really deep into that I I might get like frustrated you're gonna when things don't go right but I get over it really quick and I'm not that type of person and I don't get over failure quick but it's like oh that plant I just probably killed it it sucks I'll do something about it. I'll move on. I'll go to the next one. I'll 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 do better. I'll learn from it. Exactly. And it's, it's just that this learning. whole Yeah, and it's just and it never stops. And and that yeah. that like that's like a little tickle to my brain. It's like it never stops. There's always something new. And and it doesn't matter if even if it's not like growing, it's like, "Oh, I can go learn about worm bins and and yeah. what that can do or I yeah. can stop buying EM1 and start making labs." It's like that's exactly it's just right. so much. Well, and, and I think I think Stoney touched on something earlier, too, when it's such a common thread with a lot of growers. But I think we all share a very similar mindset. We very much enjoy and have fun learning. Like you wake up early, excited to learn and test things. And even even if even the like simplest minded experiment is fun. So it's just like you get excited. And there's so much to learn. Like you said, Howling, like the other day. I was talk, learning something. I forget what I was learning exactly, but I was like just a small little tidbit. And I was like, hell yeah, that's an awesome thing to learn today. I was just stoked. What, uh, what led you both, both of you to start with organics? Uh, Howling, you, you said you started growing for your wife. What made you want to start growing organically then? You know, organic stuff just resonates with me. It, and it's not just with organic growing. It's organic food. It's it's the whole process that goes into it and giving back to the earth. It's it's take it from the earth and give it back and the cycle that goes on um, of life. And 
So I try, like, you know, things are expensive. We're all in hard times, and you can't buy all all organic stuff or grass-fed stuff. And, you know, you make choices. But I try. I try as best as I can. I used to have organic gardens and uh, growing, like, the normal vegetables, and it just resonates with me. And so going, like, it was, like, not even a choice. Um, going, growing any kind of plant, it's like I go straight through organics because it's just a cycle. It's something that we spent thousands and thousands or millions of years, call, like, plants cultivating themselves and learning how to grow in this whole system that goes around it. And it's like, I'm going to replace that with a jug of liquid. Like, yeah, it was, that's not it was, life. <laughs> it was humans fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but it's like, uh, it's our own arrogance that makes us think that we could do it better than mother nature has been doing right. it for a millennia. Right. And, and you know what? I can't deny it. Like these salt growers and hydro growers, they produce phenomenal plants. I can't, fault them for that but that's not my goal like i'm not just looking for the plan i'm looking for the process that got me to that um i'm looking for everything that went into it and what's coming out of it and what i'm giving back and it's all matters to me and for like salt growers it's like they dump some bottles into a pot they toss the pot at the end and that's it it's like so much waste of life and it's i don't have that i i have earth boxes and 20 gallon pots and i plan on reusing them for multiple cycles and giving back to that life in it. And then when their life I think is done, I'll give it, I'll toss it to somewhere else where they can continue to grow and I'll start fresh again. And it's just this life cycle that happens. And it, it means a lot to me like that. If I, if I had to grow any other way, I would not grow. So you're talking about dumping and reamending, or are you going to go no-till with those? I'm going to try to go no-till. In the earth boxes too? Yep. Maybe. I haven't decided, but I think so. Not with any that are going to, not with any that's going to be my wife's strain that I'm growing for her. Like I can't fuck that up. (laughs) I will, it's going to be fresh and pristine. And I, I have a, I have a fresh earth box waiting for it with soil. Like that's, I'm not going to screw around learning on the plant that I'm trying to make the best plant I've ever grown for her. Um, but we are not the same. <laughs> Any of the other ones, like I, the earth box that's running right now, I plan to do no till, and that's what my, the strain for me is going to go into. And if I fuck it up, I fuck it up. Um, but with the way this thing rages, I have a high confidence that I'm not going to mess it up. Um, maybe I'll run into some troubles, but this thing balances itself so well. And so I have high confidence that'll work well. Um, but yeah, with hers, nope, it's fresh. Fair enough. What about you, Stoney? What, what what got you started organically? You know, I mean, a lot of people think it's, you know, we'll go to the, the culinary side or the chef side of me that, you know, worked at an organic farm and, you know, I had the organic moniker around all the time, especially at a fine dining restaurant. Um, but I don't think it was really that, right? Again, I think it, it does go back to working with Farmer Ted, right? I came out, uh, I started working at the farm um, after a really bad burnout phase uh, in my career, I you know, finally achieved this spot uh, working at a restaurant, uh, and I, I was the executive chef, and we were getting all this, the accolades, and it was so much pressure. Um, and I finally was like, you know, I don't need to do this forever. I couldn't do this forever, and I left to go work at a farm that I was starting to, to kind of help uh, come along and, and utilize in their stuff in the restaurant. And they had micro greenhouses, and uh, they grew large amounts of microgreens for me. Uh, and then we started selling it to, to all around, and we were doing weddings. And, and so coming into this farm and, and being surrounded by a crew of summertime, you know, uber organic. I mean, I'm talking 
very organic um, folks that, you know, were coming out to this, you know, these nine square acres surrounded by the most inorganic soil, you know, uh, around, right, because of all of the cattle and corn and soy and everything grown. And they worked tirelessly um, and, and really inspired me to jump into the field with them and help uh, and start growing uh, plants and, and herbs and, and test plots and that sort of stuff. So that's like kind of spurred this organic. So that organic aspect didn't really, um, I know it's really intimidating. And I think that's one of the things that as I go forward, like I, I try and demystify a lot of the the challenge that, that goes out there with organic growing because to me it just seemed a very natural process to understand um I, I think in smaller relative space like that like i can think and understand what's going on and and, and with all you know the the mycorrhiza and the fungal network that's happening and i can understand the bacterial things that are going on and i can see it in a different perspective in my head so it didn't intimidate me and i knew because everyone said, hey, if you're going to do organics, man, there's a long learning curve to it. And I like those challenges. Um, um, that's what I do this for, as I was saying before, is to learn. And, and I was like, okay, so this is the opportunity. I just, I know I'm going to need to learn it, to do it right and to do it proper. Um, so I think those were, 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 you know, some of the impetus of it. But going along the way and doing my early research and, and hearing so much about the value uh, of the end result, that you wouldn't see the volume uh, you wouldn't see the big, huge stacked buds, but that you would see a much higher quality of the terpenes, uh, the THCs that, that are delivered and, and the plant being cleaner uh, and flavors and all these other things that, that really were attracted to for a quality perspective. Because ultimately, as a chef, like organic's fine, right? But it's just a word, it's just a collection of letters, right? It, it more often than not means that someone took extra care with whatever they crafted, right? And so that's why there's, there's out there, there's these videos of me and there's, there's one on Vimeo if anyone ever scratches through the surface. But you can see me going through like farmer's markets and you can see me going through, um, you know, the greenhouse of where I ended up working. Like there's just a quality of flavor that comes that, you, that I really couldn't put words upon. And I think that's what was like, okay, well, it just makes sense to me that I would con continue that through my cannabis um, because I didn't need volume, right? I'm mm -hmm. a single patient. Uh, in our state, we're allowed five, right? And looking at some of the averages and doing all the calculations, I'm like, if I run a normal cycle with what I was already starting to tease into, of course, it grew to a little bit bigger of a tenth than I had initially started with. But <laughs> that's another story Time. on its own. But yeah. um, tends to happen. Yes, tends to happen. And, and now it continues to add on to you. But at the time I was looking at it, like, you know, the volume of it, I don't need massive amounts. And what I knew I needed for my medicine was variety. And so that took me to the autoflowers. And then from there, it was like, well, if I'm going to have these different pots, I should have the best battery underneath them to give them everything that they need. Because it follows into a philosophy that, you know, was really taught to me by one of my greatest mentors is that, you know, if you have incredible products and you have sound methods and techniques that have been tried and true and that you've learned and you've mastered and you've seen all these different ways and you have incredible pieces of, of equipment that can handle those things if you just get out of the thing's way it'll really reveal itself and the more that you try and manipulate and the more that you try and force or change or do this or allow for this 
the less that you're going to get in the end because these are incredible things. I knew it. These are incredible flowers that were going to grow no matter what. So if I just did everything organically, stayed out of the, the way, stayed extremely patient and just waited, I knew what was going to come was going to be the most amazing thing. And it's proven. So two rounds down. So organic, definitely. And it's the process. It's the connection to it, too. Like you were saying. Padre, Colin. if you bring in one more guest that talks about patience, <laughs> it's a long single plan. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm wiping tears away from my, my eyes. It was such a beautiful well. And by the way, you're putting way too much pressure on me later in the show. So I'm going to need no. you to tone that bullshit down. If patience but, is worth it, buddy. Patience, it's worth it. Yeah. But it's I worth- agree. I mean, Orga- that organics to me and in my opinion is just by far the only way to grow because yeah. you can do so much yourself you can reuse your soil you know like mm-hmm. it's there's so many benefits that i i don't need to relist you know i, I was listening to um um uh, i think it was uh shango los on shaping fire so another another great podcast for really uh, digging mm-hmm. in for education didn't mean to drop it on here but um, you know, we always love this resource and get out the there. The more but knowledge, the better. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic one. And he had a soil scientist on, and, and she brought up, so actually she was doing fog ponics. It was incredible. I was like, wow. Of course, my brain already started, like, tingling off because I can't stand routine things. As soon as I feel like I've got something in mind, I know it's not like it should be, but as soon as I have something in mind, it's like, okay, I got that. i got to figure something else out. So I'm always on <laughs> onto this new adventure and she was talking fog ponics and my mind was like wow fog ponics and cannabis but her point was she was studying um kind of uh, the interaction of uh of the soil right and what was going on and really looking at the roots but she talked anecdotally about um uh, the use of salts versus organics right and and her point was hey you know when you give salts you're giving the plant everything that it needs and so what her observation was, and I, and I thought it was kind of astute and, and, and interested to hear anyone else's along the way, either on now or even on Discord, but um, she pointed to the fact that, that yes, you know, the, the, the flowers that are grown in these salts, they, they don't have everything that they possibly need at the right specific time. They don't necessarily have that challenge uh, or fight, and, and that's usually the, the resistance spot where they, they tend to put out more of the, of the trichomes, put out more uh, of the, the things that will repel plants away from it, right? So she said they look very beautiful, but they oftentimes don't necessarily have the terpene profile. They're larger because they've grown, but they don't necessarily, haven't been strained in a sense, for that, that lack of a better term, to really make them uh, bring more of those... Uh, the traits that we as you know medicinal cannabis um, users really are looking for, right? It's great to have it beautiful, but at the end of the day, guys, we have jars and jars of it, right? That Can't no one really pictures. sees, right? And in the end, like we just want to, we'll just, you know, it's cool. We're really dainty with those first handful, right? But by the time we <laughs> yeah. crack the second and third jar, it's like you whiz the thing open, right? You dump a handful out and take it. Like I just, it's still funny to, for me to watch just because I'm I'm still so new in this. Like to catch myself, you know, whizzing open a, a giant jar and grabbing a handful to like pick <laughs> out the few. Like... When in, you know, like it just feels like less than a year ago, I was like opening up a you know three and a half gram um, <laughs> and counting, you know, like picking one out the this like polished little boulder in there, right? Yeah. Still cooks my noodles sometimes, but one of the benefits but, of home growing, man. Yeah, so I think, you know, we talk about salts and we talk about organics and, and the, the advantages they bring. Yeah, I think that there's some tangible, physical 
benefits that you get out of it in the end. But I think we all know that it's the connection, right? It's the, this time spent with our plant. Um, and, you know, even in the earth boxes, I got to tell you guys, I found ways with that earth box. Like you can give a tea on a weekly basis, right? Um, it does. It needs to be a very, very weak. You can give top dressings. You can give these things where we tend to do uh, in earth boxes. And I think Jeremy does a great job of talking about it. When we look at that schedule, we tend to like wait um, to put all of our top dressing together and then Mm -hmm. put it on like on a special part of the week. There's nothing stopping you from putting it and spreading it out a little bit each day, right? Um, And if you do it in a sequential cycle of, you know, get the party there, get the party started, wait till the party starts to die down, bring in the libations, <laughs> right? Um, and then that usually brings more people to the party or new fresh faces to the party and the old ones die off, right? Uh, no, trust me. I have uh, I have a whole, whole episode planned where we bring you in to talk about some of the organic practices that yeah. you and I do so that we can uh, – I, I, some of the stuff that you do just I love like uh, – your 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 pre-ferment of uh your top dress yeah that fuzzy thing was a blast yeah i can't wait to talk about that one but we'll have to save that yeah Um, we'll save it we'll put that one in the pocket otherwise poor sick johnny will will have a fever dream and you staying with this buddy together i'm doing good man you guys are keeping me up and keeping me going i feel good i think you sound better than when we started talking so i think we're healing you my man you are you doing howling with your smoothing i'm doing great good so, um, do, uh, do you have any other big plans in the future, either of you, um, for what you got going other than the mango smile and the near testers or are you guys pretty, you, cause you just harvested stony and I, didn't you harvest recently too, Howling? Uh, yeah, you know what? It's been about a month, but I harvested three autos about a month That's, ago. Mm-hmm. So did and you, they are did you fabulous. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can never wait for the full cure. Okay. Uh, I, I don't I mean, blame you. From, I don't either. It's from day one. Like I'm already smoking it. I I wait to give it to my wife for a bit. She likes a little smoother smoke, and if it's just fresh, off of drying, it's a little too harsh. Mm-hmm. But uh, I start right away. I can't, I can't wait. I'm so impatient. I have to know what's going on. I have Thank to you. say I don't though, feel so bad now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'll be I'll be halfway through my stash by the time it's done curing, and. <laughs> It, 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 you know, you're not in bad company here, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that those three strains are, oh man, they're they're rock stars. Uh, especially that Skittles. Even if even though I had a bad time the other night, that's just a good sign of what it is. Yeah. I just overdid it. It wasn't the plant, <laughs> and I can't and, and it, hit plant wife, it hit my wife. It hit it hit my wife. It hit my son. It, it yeah. It, it was it's just a good one. So. Um, yeah, I just harvested recently. I'll harvest the flower ten in probably a couple weeks. It, I mean, it's week seven. I don't think it's gonna finish at week eight. It might finish like week ten. So nice. How many tens do you have, Holly? Well, I have uh, three, which will soon be four. Um, so I got a seedling veg tent where I, I screw around in and veg. Um, at least 75% of veg is done in there. I like to transplant into my flower ton and leave it for like a week or two and get the light dialed in because it's a different light and figure it all out before I flip. And then I have uh, the third tent is where I have two um, autoflowers. And then uh, I might I'm gonna run mango, so I'm going to have to have spot for that. Wait, you're getting, you're getting a whole new tent just to run the mango smile? 
Because I'm a dumbass. Oh man, we both, uh, no, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's no, perspective, bro. That's dedication. You are doing exactly man. what you should. Because I, I bought, my I, t- I, my, I turned my dry tent into a dedicated growing tent for the tangy grow along. Well, that's that's funny because the tent that I'm using is still in the box for when I was going to dry. I bought it just for drying. Yeah, it's going to be the it's going to be the mango tent. I'll keep on drying it. I'll keep on drying in the spare bathroom down here. I don't need a there tent. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's 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 dedication. That's the fun. But I also before I forget, there's two things that we have to do. Johnny didn't ask Stony the question. Oh, geez, what was the first seed you ever planted, and why was it apple? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I I, I don't know that I can go all the way back to the first seed because uh, it probably back would before be, the wheel was invented. Yeah, like it, it could be that long ago. So. Um, I'll say, uh, I'm going to go back to my first cannabis seed because I think that was probably the most important one. Um, and I remember it very much so, um, cause it was very purposeful as I think anyone knows that I, anything about me, I'm very purposeful with what I do. No, um, yeah. Yeah, you don't no, say, yeah. <laughs> um, the outlier ZF4. Um, it was the one as I sat there and looked at all my pouches and looked at my, my things and, and took the moment of reflection and was like, Hey, this is a pretty big deal for me. I've been working towards this now for a long time. Like this is the moment. And I just took, took pause in it. And, um, I said, you know, this is, this is important. So I grabbed the outlier Z. So I'll say that is my first seed that I planted and one that I'll hold with me for quite a while. My man. What is your favorite pie and why is it apple? Well, so I'm a little bit, probably a little bit more unique. So it's a tart to tan. Right, it's a little bit different of a pie, right? Because a touched apple. What? <laughs> what was tart, that word? It's a tart tatin, right? Oh my is that French? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I did that I'm one sorry, just for you. I'm sorry, we have to move on. Yes, I caught that French one before. So, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do something special with an apple for myself, it's a, it can be done in a large format, but to do it small, um, and it's a. Uh, it's a little bit specific anymore these days because I do a lot of uh, Dutch apple pies. Um, it's one of my favorite and easy ones to make. Uh, we always just keep some of the streusel downstairs in the freezer. Um, but if I'm doing a, a tart tatin, um, I like to play with the apples. So uh, anymore these days, my two favorite ones have been the Pink Lady and the Jazz uh, apples to eat and putting them in combination. Uh, the Pink Lady takes mm. on this like rosy hue to it. And it has the most incredible, delicate, like sweet and sugar acid balance to it, but holds up because it's key. And you guys said it earlier when you talked about those red, delicious, those garbage ones that looked good <laughs> in the 70s. I am not a fan of the mealy apples. So anything with uh, that yeah. into it is, um, well, those are for teachers' desks in the 30s and 40s, I guess is the <laughs> nicest way to say it. Yeah. Um, but if I, <laughs> but if, if any more these days, I need that sort of balance between super sweet and crisp and and some acidity so these apples bring into it so the tart tatin is something that uh, is a is made by really thinly it's, a, it's all about method and technique uh, slicing the apples and laying them in and gently cooking them in butter and then there's a really tender delicate dough that goes over the top of it and is baked and when it's finished up there's a little caramelization that happens from the sugar that you add into it that creates a little gooey crispy edgy to it um, and then you flip it over and it's just this delicate, buttery, flaky tart satin and hit with a little powdered sugar if you can allow it to cool. Um, but kind of like my cannabis, I don't typically let it cool before <laughs> I go poking on it. So, 
Yeah, that, that I would say that's like my dessert, and that sounds amazing. <laughs> well, that's you know, and just way, yeah, gotta have some sort of like really dense, rich ice cream with this one. No, no, no air run over in this one. Um, I don't need ice cream. I need something as dense as gelato with this one. So delicate, rich, pull it apart kind of ribbons of ice cream. Got to be vanilla, no bean in it, uh, and not too French? much egg. French vanilla? No, 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 no. That's too much egg with the tatin. You need uh, something light and delicate. So it just needs to be a real thin cream. So low, if anything, I'll use like egg whites uh, in it and maybe one uh one yolk for every three so it, it, when i make the base but it's custard in form mm. oh um, obviously the one to three ratio duh yeah well you just i don't like it <laughs> nope. too yellow man you got to keep it nice and delicate the eyes are on the the eyes are on the apples man. i didn't know there was a difference between vanilla and french vanilla that much so that it was custard also egg, egg. yeah yeah huh? you see too much yolk in there and then it, then it just gets too rich too chlorine but so now I'm going to flip it back on you, right? Because you guys got these great questions on apples. So I'm going to flip it nope, back on you. You're not done. No, no, no. I got oh, one. Oh, wait. Okay. 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 Go ahead. What's your favorite fruit and why is it apple? Um, I don't know if you've ever had a gooseberry before, but they're incredible. They're like these little. Dude, this is uh, the average show. Okay. Nothing um, about any of your answers are average. Okay. You're way uh, too cool. For, for lunch uh, today, I had caviar and champagne. Well, I'll tell you this. Did you, cut, did you say gooseberry? <laughs> yeah, how about this? I'll go back. Um, I am a banana, right? Because bananas, I think, are the super fuel. Um, mm. And hey, turns out we can put them in our cannabis too. Um, but the key is when you eat your bananas, um, I eat them from the bottom. You, know, you never peel from the stem. You no, peel from yeah, the bottom. No. Always so, from the bottom. And, you go, and you're supposed to take the top pinch off, right? So you pinch that because that's the actual seed, right? Because you know that about the banana. Like the very no. bottom is where the seed is. Yes, so eat that, yes, we all knew that. Yep. Yeah, obviously. So that's why <laughs> we all so if learned you, that in like high school. Yeah, Middle yeah. School maybe <laughs> you take the you just pinch the very tip and then you grab it right off and then you've got your bananas. But that's that's so banana is my fruit. So awesome. Now do I get not to turn the, around? Not on the you? gooseberry. No, no, we'll leave that no, one for another. For one. for knowledge, is a gooseberry a real thing? Look yep. it up. Guess you're gonna have to. I refuse to Google it. Cape um, berries is another name I'd rather for live it, I believe. In ignorance. Cape berries, their sweet pickled is incredible to do with oh. them. You can do a confiture of them also is incredible to do. So think a little citrusy, think a little berry. Um, they're like, and they're like a really cool sensory thing. If you eat them, they're a little, almost like a, uh, think like a, um, if you've ever had a tomatillo. Uh, yes. How it's got nice. that sort of like uh, husk on the outside, the, the thin paper. Mm -hmm. That just kind of when you kind of peel it away and you reveal the inside and it's like shiny and almost kind of sticky a little bit. It's just mm -hmm. like that, but you pop it in your mouth and it just pops and it's got these little seeds in it and it's just a cool, cool experience altogether. Flavors incredible, That's kind of tropical, little like a little sweet, little tart. But Where do they grow? Red. Um, on the ground, they're like a, uh, they're like a ground, like almost like think blueberry or tomatillo, like in a little, little bush kind of area, but, um, cooler areas tend to be, uh, so we get them up here a little bit in the North we see, but I think they're like, they may be even up like Maine and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. so they're incredible, incredible, but so now do I get to flip it around on you? Sure. Take the reins. All right, my buddy, I've been waiting for this one. All right. So. You ask all these great questions about apples, but I'm going to flip this one around on you. So eating an apple, how do you eat your apple? Uh, generally speaking, I cut it up 
cut the core off and eat it in pieces. Bites and pieces, huh? Because this, this yeah, really like, speaks volumes wait, wait, wait. about you, a person. You, you cut your apple into into like slices before you eat it like a like a child yeah it's just easier i mean i'll eat an apple like just fucking does, going ham does at your it, wife but do it for you and do you get a side of caramel oh uh, uh, no 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 no! i have to i have to defend him here i i hate doing this this hurts inside um but i do have to defend this like ever since my son my youngest was born he when he started eating apples and pears, he likes them sliced. And I'm like, oh, this is such a pain in the ass. Until I start eating them, I'm like, this is genius. I'm like, I could mm-hmm. take, I like finger food and I could take pe- you get bits so of it and I don't have it. to, and I have a beard. So like, I don't want to bite into like a pear and have juices all over it. And no, it's just perfect. It's the mm-hmm. perfect delivery mechanism that just sucks to cut. I will say though, I have a solution to your uh, pear and beard <laughs> issue as a man with a beard. Don't eat pears. <laughs> Generally, where there's a will there's a way fair man. enough where there's a will there's a but way i just i okay i take back everything i said johnny that is the superior way to have apples do you see how revealing this is you see how revealing this question can be johnny? i just can't be bothered and then when i have an apple which isn't as often as it should be so you um, just go cro magnon right at it man oh absolutely like like a like a criminal <laughs> like the criminal that i am I, 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 I eat an apple like, like it's off the tree, and then I, I punch a, a cop, and I eat a steak with my bare hands <laughs> like, a, like a monster. No, do you eat I, the core all the way through? I mean, because you know, okay, there's people no. that do that, too. Hell no. I waste far too much of the apple. It, like I said, it is, it is the most inefficient way. Well, they have those little, like, press cutters. You know, you can— Yeah, you, you know, know what's funny is I own one. Whole nine. <laughs> I, I just used it for the first, t- for the first time since we've, we've bought it. Um, to feed the worm bin. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty dangerous. And, and here's my thought. They always make too big a chunk. So if you're going to cut your apples, guys, cut them thinner because that just delivers more flavor. So make sure that they're not like, like those big giant wedges ones that are almost like an inch thick. You get way less flavor out of it if you cut that. Like if you, so like if I'm going to cut an apple down, I'll split it down the middle. And, and, and trust me, my, my little ones need their apples cored out and cut into thin slices now because I've spoiled them all of these years for the same thing. But <laughs> I'll take that apple. Right then, yeah, I know. And I'm, it's a curse. But they, and they see me do it and their friends are like, what? What, what is your dad doing? They, and it's our spreads. parents just throw an apple. Like, so I, I'll take it. I'll split it in half down, right down the middle from the top, right? And then lay it flat, cut that in half. And then the trick is you slide it apart and you take your knife at about a 45 degree angle. And that's where you pop the core out. And it's just one swift hmm. movement. So if you take that, so again, so you take your apple, you split it in half, you lay it flat, right? Cut that flat side from the top. So you're cutting top to bottom each time, right? Slide it just a bit and then take your knife and turn it at about 45 degrees uh, and then just put it right at the edge and then just make a quick pop. And you'll have a flat side to do your other cutting from, right? That's so then genius. from there, you lay that flat. Then you should, from each quarter, Go for like three, two to three slices minimum. And if you, you can get like four, trust me, your apples will taste better. And you won't scoop up as much as the dip that your kids want to grab that caramel and <laughs> take gigantic like spoon. You laugh, Rev, because I can see Rev doing it right now. That's the uh, only yeah. way I ate apples, yeah. dude. <laughs> now, if you're doing peanut butter, you got to do like, you know, just halves on those. That's the other caveat. But again, you just have to adapt our methods and techniques, guys. But yeah, that's a great way to do it. But not the way I eat an apple. So, how do you do it? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I cut so many apples that way, right? So if I, I love Don't portability at apples. For yourself. Yeah, that's, you know, it's like the curse of the cook, right? Like, the mechanic like mecha- too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like the mechanics, right? Or, you know. Um, it, so I love apples because they're portable. I can pocket them, right? Bananas, I can't do so as much. I got to kind of be careful as I carry them because I can't stand mushy bananas. Um, so I need a, a nice big crunchy apple I can throw in my pocket. So key is you got to hold it top to bottom, right? Take a first little nibble right off the shoulder, right? Um, from that shoulder, you get kind of like a smaller to a medium bite from it. That's going to tell you where it's at. And then that's your starting point. And then I just work my way uh, around the shoulders and then kind of spiral it all the way down to the bottom. I don't do the core. Um, and then that way you've got two nice little finger holds that you can keep your tucked in right there. It spins right around and it's an efficient way to eat an apple and throw it out the window. Right? Don't throw it in the garbage. Just make sure you don't throw it at a car. Affordability, yeah. So you start at the shoulders. That's the key. That is very genius. Well, um, that's where the sweetest part is. So you got to start there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you could have Johnny and just just cut it and have his wife prepare it for him and uh, bring it to him with caramel in his uh, nighty. I wish well, you would bring me some chicken noodle soup right now. Actually, I told you I made you some yesterday. You didn't want it. Oh yeah. Well, I want it now. You got, a, you got a whole bowl of TLC from all of us, buddy. Oh, that's good enough. You sound Thank better, you though. For, you sound great. Yeah. Sorry, I appreciate you jumping on, man. This, yeah, yeah. I and mean, this shows your dedication to us, bud. Oh, I love all of you, except for howling. <laughs> well, except, I'll grow on you. It's okay. <laughs> howling, howling is 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 maybe the newest, but one of the greatest new additions to the the cult. He's makes me laugh constantly probably one of the best at giving it to me back <laughs> i've spent too he many years personal. on the internet yeah he's very good he you know he dug up like stuff about my family it was incredible i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i do but i do way back to ireland everyone <laughs> yeah all the way back with my mom's dad <laughs> um but yeah uh <clears throat> That's that's an interesting apple sidebar. So now I'm I'm super sidetracked. So I think that's a pretty interesting place to end it. So I'll be I'll force you to sit through my self righteous sermon so that I can uh, continue to claim to be a tax free entity in the state of California. <laughs> you um, know, this, what better time? I'm sitting here staring at Juicy. She needs a good prayer. Let's go. Oh well, then you're gonna hate that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, you know, I, I wanted I wanted to, to touch on something before we asked, we started. I asked somebody to give me a point because I make these up on the on the spot. And thank God you both gave me excellent points, and I forgot them. So I'm going to <laughs> uh, go with something that I do remember that someone said earlier. So forgive me for not giving proper credit. Um, but I think it might have been Stony. But we we talked about ego and growing, and and when you first start out, there, there's a lot of stuff that that you see from people that might be scary because some people like to make growing seem harder than it is and that's just i i guess it feeds their ego i don't really know but i think that that people who can grow should do their best to try and make it easier and more accessible to people that they can when they're when they're starting out right so when somebody's new they don't have to be afraid of just asking questions or stuff like that 
So if you try to do that in the in the future, uh, I'll forgive you of all your sins. Uh, don't be a dick. Mind your own business and go with Frog. Thanks for joining me, guys. Yeah, thank you both. A pleasure. As always, that's so much yeah, fun. Yeah, thanks. And thanks everybody for listening. Peace. Oop. <laughs>